Jags getting the first pick. Now, they locked it up last week. And Urban Meyer getting linked to becoming the next Jaguars head coach. Is Trevor Lawrence still the number one pick after college football playoff semifinal that we just witnessed? If not Lawrence, who? Bill? So, obviously, I think Trevor Lawrence is still number one. But it does bring some very much intrigue to the Jags on what they're going to do. Based on what they need, they need a lot. But at the same time, they have a lot of resources, meaning they had the first overall pick, obviously. They have 11 total picks in the draft, which is very interesting. They have $100 million plus in cap, so they can really take the needs that they do have everywhere else. And, I mean, their ownership is just very ready to finally push their limits. Like, they don't care. So I think I think they're going to take Lawrence one, but then I feel like, honestly, if they needed to or if they really want to, I could see Jacksonville moving up in the draft, like from 11 up, or like in one of their 11 picks anywhere else, they could move up into the first round again and possibly get another, like, strong guy for their offense or defense. Just on the fact of, like, again, they need a lot, but at the same time, they're also very young, so if they want to take those slow grind steps, they can. Um, with Urban coaching, I don't know if they want to link him to, obviously, Jacksonville again because it seems like every single time since Urban's retired, they want him to come out of the NFL. I don't think he'll end up being there. I feel like it'll be somebody that we're really not going to talk about because just watching Urban in Ohio State, like – he looked in pain on the sidelines almost every game. And I, I mean, college is one thing, but like the NFL is a whole different animal and your body, your mental state, everything just gets worn down a lot more because there's so much more relying on you instead of just college, like college, it's like a cycle, but the NFL, like it just layers upon layers upon layers. So I think it's going to take its toll. So I don't think urban's going to go there, but I think, Whoever the GM is, is going to pick their coach. I don't think it's going to be the coach first than the GM. Yeah, Dylan, I agree with you. Urban left Ohio State for a reason. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had that talk with his doctors. Like, you just do not need to be coaching at this point. So I highly doubt he'll take a step up and go to the professional level and coach. But going to the Trevor Lawrence pick, I, I, I pretty much think he's a lock for the number one pick. I know that there was chatter going around about Fields being number one pick based off the game against Clemson, but – if you're a scout, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been, like, even before his Clemson days, like, he was scouted to be, like, one of the greatest quarterbacks. And, you know, like, all the talk that was surrounding him. He won the national title as a freshman, almost did it in 2019. Before COVID, he was looking well as well. So, overall, Lawrence is the better player. So, I feel like regardless of who's at the coaching helm for the Jags, I feel like they're already set on getting Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, I mean, right now I still have – Trevor Lawrence going number one, but if Urban for some reason does take the head coaching job at Jacksonville, that is the only way I can see them taking Justin Fields. Um, but if I'm a big Urban fan. He's my favorite coach ever. But for his health and for his career, I believe it would be best for him not to 
take that take that position or even consider it because say he does take that position and nothing changes his well first off his health could get even potentially worse and life-threatening and then you could have these analysts um hold that against this would hold that against his overall coaching career which i would just hate to see happen because he is definitely one of the greatest coaches ever yeah, I seen a um. I'm not sure if it was valid or not, but I did see a report that Urban Meyer, twelve, he was gonna come out of retirement and coach the Jags. But even with that, with uh, Urban Meyer, if he was uh, hired as a Jazz coach or anyone else, I think Trevor Lawrence is definitely the slam dunk number one pick. I mean, like Jaron was saying earlier, like even in high school, him as an incoming freshman, like he's pretty much been a number one pick no matter when he came up or decided to. Uh, go to the NFL. So I don't think any general manager is going to pass his opportunity up. And, yeah, I, I think he's pretty much the number one pick. All right. So I'm going to give a short answer and then a long answer. Short answer, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick. He's by far probably the best player in this draft. And if you're at the number one slot, I don't think you can pass on him, which I hate the notion that, in this draft, you have to take him because if you don't, the risk that he becomes really good hurts them. Like, it, it would be just mind-boggling if you passed on him. So what I believe the Jags should have done, and I believe this before the college football playoff because I was very high on Justin Fields all along, this college football playoff semifinal showed a lot of toughness from him. He's not only got the attributes to be a great quarterback in this league, he reminds me a lot of Cam Newton but a better passer. He's got the body frame of Cam. He runs effectively really well, but he's a much better accurate passer. And we sh he showed that in the college football semifinal. For me, what the Jaguars should do with how many areas of need they have, especially to go along with the cap space, I think if they were smart, they tricked the Jets. The Jets, for sure, Woody Johnson, the owner, everyone there, want Trevor Lawrence I'd be like okay I'll give you the number one pick but I want picks for him I want to pick swap I want to get the second pick I want your first round of this year and I want at least a first round of next year so now you gain assets okay you're gaining more first round picks this year you're gaining a first round pick next year and you're only moving back one spot if Urban Meyer is the coach you take that offer Okay, if you can get something better, I think the Jets are stupid enough to even get you more than that. It's kind of like the Rams did with Goff. They traded, what was it, four for – they traded, traded basically the farm just to get Jared Goff. I think the Jets are stupid enough because they know their fan base wanted Lawrence this whole time and that they wouldn't want to pass that up, especially if it leaked. So, basically, you trick them into giving you that. You move back to two, and you take the quarterback that Urban would want, which is Fields – but then you have now, if I'm looking at it, the Jags would get – they have the pick from the Rams, which will be a, a kind of 22nd. And then they have a Jets pick that would be from Seattle, 25th with a, a go-along next year. You could then move up in the draft if you wanted to because then you can address the skill position, which I think you need to get another playmaker to go along with fields in that offense. A guy like Devontae Smith, a Jamar Chase, which – um, Dylan touched on earlier in our group chat. And you get a first-round pick next year. 
but you can always always package that for someone. You have enough cash space, but at least you can address multiple needs. And I don't think there's going to be that big of a drop-off, in my opinion, from Lawrence to Fields. I think Fields is going to be an absolute stud in the NFL. He's got the mind frame. He's got the body for it. He's got all the attributes. I like this kid a lot going forward. I think that would be the best play for the Jags to do. But at the same time, I can understand why an owner, a GM, would be afraid to make that move because if you pass on Lawrence and he becomes any of like the comps that he's been given and Andrew Luck, I mean, you're going to be fired next year. Like that's basically it. Your fan base is going to hate you, but I hate this notion that you have to do it because you want to make money or you want to please everyone. Like the, the goal isn't just like if they draft Trevor Lawrence right now, even though with the cap space, are they really going to win that division next year? I don't think so. I don't even think they'd win the division in the next two years. They'd be basically become an eight and eight team. I don't care how good Trevor Lawrence is. He can't overcome the horrible defense they have, the horrible O-line they have, and not enough weapons around him. For me, you, you just got to make, I think, the best move. And this would be the quickest move to all of a sudden make yourself a divisional contender. So – it's kind of like – I know it's a really NBA theory because you don't really see that a lot with the NFL, but I think that's what would speed up the process for the Jags and also getting a franchise quarterback that you can sell to your franchise – or sell to your fan base. So, I definitely I, agree with you there for sure. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. if you really want to go – yeah, you go. If the Jags could somehow pull that off with the Jets, I would definitely do that. If they could somehow finesse them – like, like you just stated, I would definitely do that. I mean, it's just a lot of moving parts. Like, I think they'd easily get the pick swap. They might have to throw in something, but like, let's mm. be honest, like, guys, like how much the Jets wanted Trevor Lawrence, yeah, and how much he's the hype around him. Mm-hmm. I just don't think yeah. they could pull it off because you just basically yeah. approach it like we're going to take him if you don't want this offer. Yeah. Like, we're not going to take yeah. field. So if you want him, you're going to have to trade to get him. Yeah, like, it's been known midway through the season that the Jets wanted Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. And the, and you you can even leak it, right? Like, leak mm-hmm. it and go – and I mean, the Jets couldn't turn that down. Because if yeah. they turn it down, their fan base is going to go ballistic. I like, mean, that's – it's possible that that happens. But we also have to consider the fact that the new – or their GM in New York, like, he's he's pretty competent. So, he knows what he's doing. But – if they really wanted Trevor Lawrence, it's got to be, it's got to be similar to what the Rams did to get golf. I think it was a first, it was a swap of picks, and then it was a first, a third, and I think a sixth. So like you're gonna give, and I mean I Trevor Lawrence is, yeah, but it's a lot. But like Trevor Lawrence is that generational talent that you're thinking, and I mean that's all like that's a thing too doing all these moves that you're doing, you really have to believe like this guy can change culture. And I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of guys come in the league as that culture shifter and they fizzle out. But if you really believe like you're going to, you're going to link yourself to this guy and be like, this is my guy. Don't care what happens. I'll take him. If he fails, I'll fail with him and do it. But it's a lot of draft capital for just one player. And I know the other team also has the hit on their picks as well. 
But if you're giving up all those picks for a quarterback, and I know the quarterback is the most reliable position or most important in football, but you don't know what the draft class is next year, the following year, three years down the line. So if you honestly believe that you can do it, do it. I don't care. All you want to do, it's up to you. But that's a tough thing that you're going to have to consider is literally giving up basically five players, if not other picks are moved, to get the one guy you want. And so, that's going to basically ruin your career. So this, is, so this was a Jerry Goff trade. So the Rams traded to Tennessee, which you had the number one pick, 15 43, 45, 76, a 2016 first-round pick, and a 27 third-round pick. And then they had to give – or Tennessee had to give picks 1, 113, and 177. So they had to give some picks back. But at the same time, this was Jared Goff. Like this but wasn't, that's six for three. That's the problem. Yeah, but, but we're also talking about the hype around Trevor Lawrence, which is he's the best prospect – quarterback prospect we've seen since Andrew Luck. And some people have said, like, this is the best quarterback prospect we've ever seen coming out of college. So then there's my point to you. How many picks do they have to give up? But if, if I'm the Jags, I make them. I'm the make Jags. If yeah, I'm the I'm Jags, picking. if I'm the Jags, how many picks do I ask for? To not I'm be that guy. I'm getting, I'm getting four, much. I'm giving up. Yeah. yeah. So basically. I'm giving up four. I'm taking four. I want, the number two pick has to be in the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want this year's first round pick. Because, and honestly, if I was the Jags, I would get, want those two picks that I have, so which would be 25 and 22 projected right now, and I would use that to trade up to get a playmaker. You get what I'm saying? But I'd use, mm-hmm. I would, those two would just be a trading tool to move up in the draft to, address a, to get a better player to address a need. I would want at least a first-round pick in the future, and then you can always go a second, third round here and there. And if I have to give up a fourth or a fifth, then I would do it. But – so Jacksonville has one twenty-five, See, I could even go, all right, I'll give you one and forty-seven and then like a fourth rounder in the future just to get another first rounder. Because mm-hmm. you, you gotta realize also a first rounder like next year with the Jets could be really valuable no matter how good Trevor Lawrence is. They're gonna play the Buffalo Bills and Wingland won't be as bad. Miami should be better. They're going to have a tough schedule or they're not going to have a tough schedule, but I mean, most likely they'll be a top 10 pick, you know, even how good Trevor Lawrence is. So that pick will be very valuable. So I, I just think that's the best route for them to escalate and quicken things to go along with what they would have as the most cap space, I think in the NFL. So. Are you drafting number one and two? Are you trying to quicken things? Or are you trying to get your feature set? Cause, um, well, no, because the thing is, is do you really think Justin Fields is that much below? Like, is he not a few – like, Trevor Lawrence is looked at as can't-miss prospect, right? But we all know, like, that's all projected. Now, he's, as a, he's listed as a pro bowler. Do we really not think Justin Fields is going to be adequate? Like, I think he's still going to be a pro bowl player. And that's where the scouting department will come in. Can the ja- – that's where I think the Jags – have to have their scouting department really scout Justin Fields, scout other quarterbacks. Are they sold on him? And if you're sold on Justin Fields, then you do that. If you're not, then I get it. Well, then that's the thing they're going to do. So usually when a GM is hired, they bring in their entire team. So they're probably going to, what they're going to do is they're probably, I mean, if they haven't already, they'll probably fire their entire scouting department right now. 
because the GM's going to want the international scout, everything. So that's where they come in and they're like, all right, I hired you guys. How many, four months, four months to literally like look back in the time of what you've been doing. And now like, all right, grind all the paperwork, look at all the highlight tape and just shoot it out and be like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And you got to label fact after fact after fact as to why Trevor's better or Fields is better. Yeah. And I want to make this last point. Okay. So you said you want to go to the future, right? Sean, like, are you building for the future? I want you to look around the league right now at all of these great quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes included, Aaron Rodgers included. Look who they have around them. It's look at Deshaun Watson. He has no one around him. And as good as Deshaun Watson is, and he is great. He is elite top five quarterback in the league. You're he they're what, what, four and twelve? Yeah, they're four and twelve. So they're they're top five pick with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So you're telling me Trevor Devontae Smith and see what happens. What? Get Deshaun Watson, Devontae Smith and see what happens. Yeah, but the thing is is he had no weapons around him. The Jaguars. Right, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. They have even worse mm-hmm. weapons than the Texans, and you're going to bring oh, in yeah. Lawrence, expect them to all of a sudden turn around? You have to have pieces around him. If you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards. Watkins. They, they picked Clyde Edwards Hilaire, what, the first pick of the second round or the last pick of the first round to even give him more weapons. Even how good Patrick Mahomes is, you have to have weapons around them. Devontae Adams elevating um, big Bob Tunyon with the Green Bay Packers, with Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf with Seattle, all these great quarterbacks, they have to have somebody around them. Like there's just no way you can just, just have one great quarterback and then all of a sudden you expect them to all of a sudden become a playoff team. That just doesn't happen in the NFL. There's too many good players and teams. I feel yeah. like, like that's not the goal immediately, like – even though we'll take the number one pick, like, of course, we're not just going to shoot for the stars right away, but we do have our foundational piece. And then from there, like, if if I'm in the scouting department, I say, okay, we want Trevor Lawrence. All right, but what's going to be what's gonna be the move after we get Trevor Lawrence, though? Like, what are we going to do to build a contending team? Like, I'm not just going to pick a guy and then be like, all right, well, he's going to go out there. He's going to get us to the playoffs, and that's it. Like, that's not how it's going to go. Well, hopefully that's not how I hope it's going to go, but – I, I would assume that they will have a plan if they pick Trevor first, though. Yeah, that's what I think. Cause I'm, I mean, it's not about next year. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not my point. I think your point is good about having weapons around you. But they get Trevor Lawrence, that's that's their ticket for the future. That's 15 years of being able to build around one player. So, um, I mean, when it comes to Justin Field, even in the last couple of games, like that Clemson game, Justin Field definitely – Justin Field going to be T-top three. Like, after that Clemson game where he showed his toughness, them, them bombs he was throwing, he was throwing th- uh, straight dimes, and he kind of solidified his top pick this year. But, I mean, before that, he he was looking kind of shaky them last couple of games against Northwestern. Trevor Lawrence hasn't had any of that. Like, Trevor Lawrence been – he's in a Heisman contest now. He's been the number one pick, like – there's no way, like even with that good, even with that good package you just put together for the Jags, I just can't see it happening. Like I think they'd rather take a chance of building around Trevor Lawrence for 15 years than trying to build a, a little quick contender. You know, you see how Saxonville fizzled out. You know, you got to have that, and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to buy that. And I don't think he's like a fast up plan. All right, last point also, Trevor Lawrence as this God's forsaken QB as well. That like. 
let's not forget in the national championship, he had a 18 for 37, 234 yards, 65 QBR. And then this Ohio State game, he didn't really play that great anyways. To me, it's not like he's guarantee you're going to be a pro bowler. So that's what you really have to think about. No, I just think. So basically, you think Justin Fields is better than Trevor Lawrence. I think you just need to get that out and say it because you said I don't think he's, he's been saying that the whole I don't think he's better right now. I think I Justin don't think that either. It's going to be an elite NFL player. And if you've seen from this year, because I've been on Jalen Hurts' boat, Tua was better in college. Tua was – everyone thought it was going to be a number one pick before he uh, destroyed his hip. Jalen Hurts lost the job to Tua. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a better NFL quarterback. He's just built for it. I just think where the league is going, a running QB, and, and he'll be able to take those hits, Justin Fields. We sh- and just the toughness he showed, I just, I just think going forward, he's going to be the better quarterback in the NFL. I think people are going to – I don't want to root against someone, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to live up to all that. I think he's going to There's be a good too much hype surrounding one person. Exactly. And I know, like, the hype train is real for everybody, but there's a lot of hype on one dude that has so much weight on your shoulders. It doesn't even matter who you are. Like, yeah. we've seen with everybody coming I mean, in the NBA, NFL, MLB, like – it's wild how much hype is around one guy. And if that guy fizzles out, what happens? I mean, he seemed like he, he did. I was saying, like, we all saying, like, bro, if the Jaguars pick and get Justin Fields, you know what pressure Justin Fields going to have on him? Like, he, it's going to be switched around, really. Like, you know, the pressure. And, oh, yeah, exactly. And Lawrence, um, and Lawrence is athletic, too. He can run, too. And he's prototypical 6'4", six, 6'5", six, quarterback. So, um, I mean, I think they're both going to be really good quarterbacks. I mean, Phil showed me a lot, but Trevor Lawrence has been the first pick since he was, like, 17. So, we got to, you know. All right. We took way too long for this episode. (laughs) I know Jaren wants to get the hell out of here. So, that's a wrap for this week. Bye, 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 bye,